Hi there, you're listening to Exploring Your Story with me, Rachel Kaysen. And today we're on the third of our four-part series around how to build a home. Today, I wanted to focus on how to feel at home where you live. We hear almost constantly um, on social media, in papers, about research around loneliness. The stereotypes that it mainly affects older people are breaking down and we're starting to recognise that a lot of younger people as well are affected by loneliness. Male, female, young or older, in full-time employment, part-time employment or at home for various reasons, childcare, choice, chronic illness, disability, caring responsibilities. We all come from very different places in our lives and we have very different lifestyles. But something that I have found crucial to happiness and feeling at home in my own life is feeling at home where I live. This can be a hard thing if you're out of the house working a lot to feel really connected to your neighbours, to your neighbourhood. Perhaps it seems easier if you are at home. But a lot of us don't know our neighbours very well. A lot of us feel shy or unsure about how to connect with the people most immediately around us. In fact, there's a lot of encouragement about how to think global, how to be really engaged with news on a national and international stage and to be mindful of global politics and global agendas, global events. Perhaps we are less encouraged to be locally embedded and maybe an awful lot of our feelings of loneliness or disconnect with our homes, with our lives, could be helped if we could find ways to really belong to the place in which we live. We hear in the news a lot at the minute about an increasing awareness about environmental issues. And I think as a society, we are growing increasingly mindful of the importance of being in our environment, being mindfully aware of nature and intentionally engaging in nature. Um, and the positive effect that this has on our mental health and well-being. How many of us feel just that little bit better after a walk in some beautiful countryside? Just sitting and listening to birdsong can do wonders for my mood. But in towns and in the busyness of life, this can sometimes feel harder to achieve. And beyond our natural environment, I want to connect with the people in my immediate environment. Can connecting with the people around us help us feel grounded? Grounded in relationships? Feeling purposeful in the impact that we are having on the people most immediately in contact with us? I think there's a great deal of power in engaging 
with really important issues on a national and international scale. Yet I think it is important to not lose sight of living locally as well. We aren't islands. We are social creatures. And as much as our interconnectedness on a grand scale is very real, our need for more intimate and regular and real life connections is very, very important as well. So when you think about your local community, when you think about the place, the village, the town, the city in which you live, what feelings are you registering? Are you feeling connected and excited? Do you like where you live? Or do you find it boring or unstimulating? Have you had bad experiences with your neighbours? I would encourage you to consider with me ways that we can expand our home, our concept of home from our immediate house environment and just let that grow outwards into the streets that we walk daily and the towns, cities that we live in. I wonder what your rhythm of engagement is on a weekly basis. How often do you step out of your front door? And are you staying local or are you commuting for work? Where are you going? Where do you spend your time? Are there ways that you can connect to the streets immediately surrounding you? I remember when I started running, it was actually quite a terrifying prospect to run streets near my home in case people recognised me. That was the last thing I wanted, out of breath and very unfit to be seen by people that I knew. And yet I was too unfit to go much further, so there I was stuck. And it was interesting to see how I ended up just getting to know the place I live better. You do a few circuits and you start to register street names. You start to nod and smile at people that are somehow on the same rhythm as you and maybe run the same route or are walking to work. You become a familiar face to people. You also have an opportunity in running the streets to engage with nameless neighbours. There might be bins that people were struggling to pull out ready for collection and I would routinely stop and be able to lend a hand. Or you could smile at students coming out of school or just stop and observe the rhythms that other people were engaged with. Branches blown onto pavements, creating obstructions, were things I could lift and remove on my way. These are tiny things. And I'd say they seem insignificant, except in those moments they really didn't. 
I felt like I'd done something useful that day. And if you're finding work unfulfilling at the minute or your relationships are feeling somewhat lacking, having a moment where you have done something useful in your immediate environment where you have given a random act of kindness to your neighbourhood, it isn't nothing. It can be what keeps us going and builds on a sense of self-worth and grounds our sense of reality, our realness, our solidity as human beings, the potential of our actions on others. There are, of course, other ways of engaging in your neighbourhood. If you're not a runner, maybe pick up a camera. Go out with a new eye, look for different angles and lights. Photograph throughout the seasons. What beauty is there in your neighbourhood that maybe you've missed through familiarity? Or maybe you haven't become familiar at all with your neighbourhood. And actually going out with a camera and really exploring it, really inviting yourself to see it, would be worth doing. We can become tourists in our own hometowns. Sometimes there are sites and historical museums and places of interest that we just don't visit because we don't take the time. But maybe become a tourist for a weekend. Explore these places and sites, tastes. Go into a few restaurants that you haven't been into before. Seek adventure. Have adventures in your hometown. I'm a big fan of the theatre, though I don't get to go as often as I like. And there's something about local theatre, local comedians, local art shows that just really warm my heart. Viewing, supporting, buying tickets for are all ways of joining in. I am never going to get up on that stage myself. And growing up, I was a very reluctant joiner inner. You know, those terrible icebreaker games that youth leaders liked to inflict. Maybe you're a youth leader and feeling insulted as I speak, but oh, I hated those. Enforced fun. But there's something about the place I find myself as an adult now wanting to join in, wanting to be part of something. And if I'm not going to join the amateur dramatic society myself, I can buy a ticket and support enthusiastically the shows that they're putting on. I can decide I have a local coffee shop, local bar, local pub. I will become a local in that place. I will become a regular face and support that establishment. I could join a community group. And if there isn't one that I want to join, start one. Volunteering is a great way of immersing yourself in a new community of people 
joined together by shared values or interests. And there's a lot of them around. A quick Google and suddenly maybe we aren't so alone after all. There's something about connecting with place that grounds our stories, builds a foundation that feels solid about where we're from and who we are and those shared experiences that keep us connected to the people around us. There was an ad series recently that I'm remembering only vaguely, unfortunately. I think it was for teachers and people were discussing the impact that their teachers had had on their own lives. One of them spoke of a teacher that encouraged him to love the place that birthed him, that grew him. To nurture that place, to get involved. And it makes me think of all the places that grew me. I've mentioned before that I work primarily with people largely termed third culture kids, people who as children grew up amongst cultures. Maybe they were missionary kids or military kids, RAF kids, diplomat kids, international business kids. But for whatever reason, their parents lived abroad for their career, for a short or longer stay, and the children grew up between places. I was one of those children, and my places in my story have included Niger in West Africa, France, England, and then in adulthood, America, France again, and now I'm settled in England as an adult, making my life. All of those places were significant to me. But when you grow up with a story infused with change, with mobility, it can be difficult to invest in your geographical location to invest in community and relationships that are really rooted there because one day we might uproot and leave and lose it all. I wonder if you have any blocks to embedding yourself in your community. Fear of rejection? Difficulty accessing it? What's stopping you from feeling really connected to the place that is growing you? Maybe it doesn't feel as if it's growing you at all. Maybe you have had difficult experiences living where you live now. In which case, how can the story be written differently from now on? Are there ways of making friends with your place? Of making it your home? Making your mark on your place? As human beings, we have this desire to 
imprint ourselves on our landscape. We see it in graffiti. We see it in scrolls on playground equipment. Sophie was here. We see it carved into tree trunks. We want solidity. We want our presence to make a mark. And feeling yourself to be transient, like a ghost in other people's lives, can be very, very painful. Grounding ourselves in the reality of the place in which we live can absorb some of that, grow us from that place. Encourage our brain to notice that we are indeed real. And this is where we live. This is our home. It's ours. We belong here. What do you need today to feel able to belong and feel at home where you live? Do you need to send an email to a local group to make that first step towards a connection with a new community? Do you need to get outside and find a new favourite walk? Do you need to grab a camera and explore? Or maybe you just want to hop online and book some tickets at a theatre you've never visited before. We can often find ourselves convinced that we would be happier in a different place, a different community just as we tell ourselves that with the perfect decor and furniture, we would be really happy in the house in which we live. But it usually goes deeper than that. Whatever the chest of drawers looks like, you're likely to be filling it with the same story. We need to get underneath our feelings about our place to really understand ourselves, to understand our needs. We can move beyond the myth of the perfect place that will meet all our needs, that will be where we are finally happy. If we can really sit with what we need, if we can be brave enough to reach for connection, if we can somehow resource ourselves and build in a way of engaging, maybe we can make our place become the place that we really, really feel at home. And our story grows. Our story grows beyond our home into our friendships and relationships as we looked last week, into living locally, living in place and feeling at home in your community. Thank you for listening. I hope this has been thought-provoking or encouraging or just plain interesting. 
I'd welcome feedback. And good luck. Thank you for listening. Bye.